Hey beauties, thank you for listening and thank you for checking out episode one. But today we have a hot, steamy topic for you guys. Yes, we do. Why don't you give them a little preview of what we're going to be talking about? Okay, girl, hold on. Now make that motherfucker Okay, so if you haven't got the gist, um, today is gonna be all about the butt, the booty, and the ass. It's an assful today. Yeah, and haven't you noticed, Nicolette? I did squats once this week. My ass looks great. Yeah, we even complimented you today. I was like, damn, Anna, you got a fatty. Oh, wow. I wish. Works out one day, wants results (laughs) for life. (laughs) Okay, guys. So the breakdown of this episode, we're going to be talking about Brazilian butt lifts and also other techniques that are, you know, non-invasive, different surgical-based approaches. We're also going to have some guest speakers. Yes, we have our first guest today. Two. Oh, we do have two. You're right. Um, we're going to go through like injections, safe and non-safe injections, probably BBLs, obviously. Maybe even some like butt implants, you know? Ooh, we got some hot steamy topics for you. And also we're going to talk about the downside about things. Yeah, of course. It's going to be a lot. So tune in. And I'm really glad you guys got past our shaky episode one, but we're going to make two even better because two is better than one. Just bear with us because we're just like learning as we go. We're getting the gist of this, but we have a lot to talk about today. So here we go. (laughs) Cheers, guys. Cheers. You talk. Beauty talk. All right, so um, why don't we talk about who we're going to be having in the podcast? Um, you can give a little background, and then we'll introduce them later on. Okay, so we're going to be talking to Chantel today. She's another girl that works with us, but she also, on the side, does personal training. So we're going to go into like what workouts you would want for that booty. And who else do we have today? We're going to be having my friend. She used to work with us as well, but she um, is not with us anymore. But she's still part of our lives. Her name is Samantha. Sunshine is her nickname. And she actually had a BBL procedure. So we're going to get the inside scoop of exactly what it is to go through it and yeah what to expect everything like that exactly and we're gonna get through the the kind of like risque questions too because we all want to know some of the dirt we want to know of course we want to know everything i want to know the dirt exactly i don't even know the dirt i don't even know the dirt i haven't had a bbl procedure but we know a lot but we haven't experienced it so we have a lot to know yep so, Nicolette, why don't you tell us a little bit about a BBL procedure, what we also know is the Brazilian butt lift. Yes. Um, so, there's lots to know. Um, so, BBL, Brazilian butt lift. Um, so, what it is, it's a fat transfer procedure. So, what happens is that um, your surgeon will do the traditional liposuction technique. So, they're going to use a cannula. They'll take out the fat cells from wherever you would like them harvested from um, that mainly most of the time is from the stomach, the muffin top area, the flanks. Um, also, you can do it from like your bra rolls, arms, inner and outer thighs, anywhere where there's undesired fat. Um, after the fat is taken out, it's processed. And then the surgeon will re-inject it into the butt. 
and basically it's done right under the skin and people do it in the hip divot area to give them more of a fuller hourglass figure or just in the butt region just to give it more of an enhanced look. Um, so it's a very pop popular procedure on the market right now. And honestly, I've seen some great results in the office. Um, I've seen some amazing results. So why don't we touch base on, um, I guess, like the pros and cons of it. So pros, obviously, it's great. It's going to sculpt your body the way you want it. Cons, it is a very risky procedure. Um, and also, people don't know this, not all of the fat cells in the area will take. So a lot of the time, the body naturally absorbs the fat cells that are transferred to the butt. So people are always like, oh, um, I want an aggressive you know, BBL procedure. It's important to find the right surgeon who will do that aggressive technique to give you that more shapely figure. Mm -hmm. But there's also natural approaches where you go more subtle and give you still that shapely bottom, yeah. apple bottom, yeah. so to say. Yeah, I think that... Um, a lot of things that we tell patients is basically only like 30 to 40% of the fat transfers. So we do have calls sometimes where they're like, oh, well, I don't see these huge ass, ha ha ha. Pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Huge ass results. And I'm like, well, we did take the fat that you wanted to take out of the area. The problem is that not all the fat will transfer all the time. You know, like Nicolette said, sometimes your body absorbs it. So it all depends. And it is like... You can't really determine the results beforehand. We can tell you what we are going to do, but we can't determine if your body's going to take all that fat and absorb it, you know? And it's a really extensive procedure. I mean, it's great. Um, it is some downtime. Um, usually we tell our patients that it's about a week recovery. It could be two weeks. Um, you can't sit on your rear end for a while. You're going to need a donut. Yes. And um, we'll probably like submit pictures on our Instagram so you could see exactly what type of products you should be buying for after post-surgical procedures uh -huh. um, but also you're gonna have to wear a compression garment for some time probably about four weeks after the procedure just so everything kind of lays in the right area yeah and, and settles. also after the procedure you it's very highly suggested that you do lymphatic massages just because anytime you do like a fat grafting procedure, you want to make sure that the fat settles within the area correctly and it's nice and smooth because a lot of times after you do a Brazilian butt lift, it can be lumpy and that's natural, that happens. Um, lymphatic massages help smooth out the area. It's a non-invasive technique. Um, yeah, want? that's um, that's something I was going to say. It's definitely going to be lumpy in the beginning. So it's not cellulite. It's just the fat kind of absorbing in your body and your body just like getting used to this new object in the area, you know. Um, so definitely lymphatic massages after the doctor clears you to do them is essential. Lymphatic massages are really great for lipo as well. So if you're taking lipo out of the stomach or whatever other area, you should be doing lymphatic massages on the entirety of your body. So wherever you take the fat out and then on top of that, wherever you're putting the fat in. Yes. And usually they say two weeks after the procedure is mm -hmm. when you can start, but you have to listen to your surgeon and what they suggest because everybody has different recommendations. For sure. All right, guys, so we have our first guest. Yes. And here's Samantha, a.k.a. Sunshine, my girl. Um, she had a BBL. When did you have your BBL procedure done? So I had it February of last year, so 2020, February 2020, so I'm about my body's a year old now. Oh, oh my wow. God. Oh. Right before the you had a pandemic baby, pretty much. <laughs> 
Ooh, happy birthday to you. <laughs> well, um, so Sam, tell us about your experience. We want to know the ins and outs of like from start to finish, what it was like, what it felt like after, like tell us all the details. So first I'll start with like booking the procedure, just super quick rundown. Um, I definitely recommend if you want to get it done ASAP, start your booking process at least two months in advance. you were going to or do you kind of do your own research for the recovery home? I'm going to hire literally. you if I need to find out, out if my man's cheating. How did you right? even start that conversation? Like, hey, like, you're, well, I want to know, like, all the details. Like, how did you start that conversation? So, actually, what's interesting is if you're really researching, like, for instance, my procedure was BBL. I, yeah. If you it on Instagram, they actually, a lot of girls come up with their own surgery page to help girls get through their pre and post job through the procedure oh. itself. I love and that. Like, we, we love a community. <laughs> just because you went to Miami for this and I know that a lot of people do go to Miami just like for surgeries and to get their body done and everything like that is there a price difference in Miami and New York and is it worth it like is it worth going to Miami for it Wow. So that's in Long Island, New York. I did not travel to Manhattan, but I do have friends that are around the $10,000 range and $7,500 range. 
Yeah, um, Manhattan's more expensive. Yeah, so in Miami, um, where I had gotten my consults, I actually consulted online with three different doctors there. Mm-hmm. Um, price is around $4,000, $5,000. Wow. So with the yeah. flight, it's really, like, worth traveling because with the flight, it's what a like $500 to a little more than that, if anything. What I, I, tra- I did mine on President's Day weekend, so unfortunately <sighs> my flight was around 1000 I flew Ooh. in, but I flew home first class, which I also highly recommend if you're doing it out of state. Yeah. Do you need that extra space for what's called a BBL pillow, which is what you have to sit on? Mm-hmm. For to sit and really be comfortable, like I flew home with dreams in, I would say... So you really did your research. You yeah. knew what you were – you were very well prepared. Well, she has a medical background, so at least that's good because a lot of people go into it not knowing what to expect and not knowing what research to even do. My next question, let's get into, like, the nitty-gritty recovery. So especially with you saying that you had to fly back with drains in, like, just go through that experience and, like, did you have to – were you able to lay on your back or did you have to, like, lay on your front or – which included my stomach, back, love handles, everything from my waist to my breast area was completely black and blue bruised and then injected into my butt. Yeah. And then a little bit of hips, so I could not lay on my back or sit on my butt for Mm. about... So you had to fly back the whole time on your front? So most girls will sit on their knees. Um, There Mm. is something called a BBL pillow, which I purchased two of, um, one that was more of a foam material and one with that was a thick foam block, kind of like a Tempur-Pedic material. So that's the one I used on the plane with me. Like I said, I, I was seven days um, post-op. I was mm-hmm. only actually four days when I flew home post-op. Yeah. I had static massages, so I would say pain level, not horrible, uncomfortable, 100%. Because your, yeah. st- your body fills with fluid and it burns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Dreams in, so I flew home with those. So for plus landing, I sat on my BBL pillow. The other time, I really stood up and kind of paced around a little bit. It's important to not get blood clots. Yeah. Not recommend a flight over two hours do because of blood clots. Yeah. Long- of course. And for a longer stay wherever you are. And then I was about ten weeks laying on my stomach, not sitting down on my butt at all for ten weeks. Oh wow. So, what is it like coming back home? Like, how do you get the drains removed? What do they usually recommend? Because I don't know what your post-operative experience is like, but you have to have them removed by some type of medical professional, typically. Typically, um, no, I do not recommend flying home until your drain is taken out by your surgeon because nobody will touch you. Once you come home, unless you have a friend um, who has a license that's able to do so, like yeah. a... So what did you do, Sam? Because you're smiling right now as you say that. You look a little bit on... You're I like, am. oh, I got a secret. She like, looks like she's guilty. I'm guilty. I took my own drain out. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. Did it hurt? So it burned. It stuck because where I worked, they cut the drains to about, I would say, six, less than six inches. But this drain, like, mine was, like, a foot long from side to side, wrapped in my stomach. Oh. And you cut the suture and you pull, you have to release the pressure from the bulb at the 
Guys, we do not recommend doing this. This is just because she's in the medical field and she did this on her own. Definitely but... don't do this at home and don't say that we told you to do this, okay? <laughs> I used to remove drains for tummy tucks. Yeah. I also would say BBLs. A lot of people don't use the drains. Highly, highly don't recommend a doctor that doesn't because this drain saved my life. Like, it yeah. drained it helped with the lymphatic massages. It was really making everything so much more comfortable for me. But anyway, orange juice in a bathroom. I really oh, my God. <laughs> you are crazy, and I give you props. You Wait, know? so how long – I don't know if you said this, but how long did you say the drains have to be in for after the procedure? So- Okay. Fluid, but it just depends on. There's a bulb that's attached to the end of the drain with um, CCs yeah. on the actual. So it has to be under 20 consistently. So you have to keep track of it. It depends on your body weight. It depends on your height. Um, your doctor does instruct you on how low your fluid levels have to be. So if you're traveling, getting surgery like a BBL, I would definitely recommend it to be exact. So wait, how long did you have to wait to shower? Because did you shower with the drains too? do you tell like patients or like any like friends you recommend like how long do they have to take off of work because from like even if you were to be in state or out of state like do you say like it's a couple of weeks like what do you usually tell people so for me I didn't I only took off 10 days and if I could do it again two full weeks would be an appropriate amount of time because by the time your dreams come out and you're really like able to walk around Normal people would need two weeks. Yeah. What was your first sexual experience? And I also, knew you were going to ask Yeah, this. I knew. We all want to know, like... <laughs> we want to know, like, what was your first sexual experience afterwards like? And, like, did it feel natural? Does it feel like yourself? You and know? what positions, I guess, recommended? <laughs> so, I was super anal about my recovery. Because, when you pay for it yourself, you're not willing oh, to risk. Oh, for sure. Oh, 100%. No man is worth that. No female, no male. Nothing. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No females, too. So even females, strap it on. We're doing the doggy, all right? I waited a full 10 weeks. I was not chancing it. I didn't want any pressure on my butt. I wanted no indentation. Yes. Also, people like, oh, is it hard or whatever? At first, it depends on what you start with. It could be more firm. Mine was personally not. Yeah. And it's natural feeling and squishy. I have, um, so... As far as sex, people are like, are you worried people will see your scars? I don't care, but if you care, there's three, um, kind of like a staple, like half of the staple size 
over your butt, and then one goes in your crack so you don't see it. Mm-hmm. One on my back, and then three on the front, and one in my belly button. Okay, guys, you aren't seeing it, but we are, and we'll describe it all. <laughs> we'll yeah. let you know. That's nothing. That's literally nothing. It just looks like somebody bit you. Literally, and it could have been a pimple that you popped, honestly. That's how that's how small That's how it tiny is. it is. And your abs look amazing. Wow. You, your body looks amazing. It's insane. <laughs> like, diet-wise, you have to be ready for a lifestyle change. You don't want to waste the money. And they'd be like, oh, I took all that fat out. They just take those fat cells out. It does not mean you cannot gain it back in that area. Yeah, for sure. And then my last question for you is, since you touched base on the gaining weight in the area, now I've heard that since they do the fat transfer to the butt, it creates almost like a bigger fat pocket for that area. Now, if you gain weight, does that mean that the fat, you'll gain more weight in your ass or not at all? So I do just want to emphasize again, this is my personal experience. Yeah, of course. I just want to say that I have noticed I did actually gain six pounds recently, Mm -hmm. and I'm just talking scale weight. Um, Yeah. I do frequently, which I highly don't recommend either. (laughs) I see it in my stomach, honestly. Okay. Where it goes, um, I can't say that I've seen extra weight gain in my butt okay. area. Oh, that before, honestly. All right. So, no, false statement. I think that you can gain it back. I have a question. I have a question. <laughs> Leave it to me. Um. So, was this the best decision of 2020? Meaning my BBL? Yeah, your BBL, your quarantine baby. Yes. Do you feel sassy? I feel sassy, girl. And wait, I, one more question. What? What? Because I I just thought of this right now. When you twerk, does an is there an earthquake now? Oh, girl, it's like a tsunami. Oh. What? <laughs> I love that. Oh well. After recovery, it's a rough recovery, but you know what? It's so worth it. Yeah, for sure. No, I want to do it now. Can you take me with you? I know. Let's all go on a girls' trip to Miami or wherever we go. I'm down. Uh, well, thank you, Sam, so much for telling your experience. Yes, we really sure. appreciate it. And thank you for sharing with everyone what to expect and all the ins and outs and everything like that. You really didn't hold anything back, so we appreciate you. Just make sure that you are financially, like, besides the surgery, don't you save for that post-op, pre-op, and garment-wise. All in all, my, again, my surgery was 4500 My flight was 1000 Recovery was 1500 And the garments itself, I, and the pillows, I spent around $2,000 after that. So, and that's not even including, like, the lymphatic massaging. So, definitely... Okay. Good to know. Yeah. So that's the thing, guys, is like, honestly, if you're going in New York, you're still going to be paying like upwards to 75, anywhere from 75 to $10,000. And then you still have to factor in these other things. So just keep that in mind, you know, and do your research like Sam did, like stalk a couple girls on Facebook just to get some answers. Because (laughs) you know what, we're all detectives in the end of the day. And we need to know the answers. That is what social media gave us. And thank you so much for that. Or board certified, right? Board certified, 
my surgeon was a gastric as well, specialty, and these basement people, if you're saving money, never get anything injected into you that is not your own fat. Um, I, it's it's very, very, very dangerous. Also, yeah. for the muscle injections, I highly do not recommend it. It's a very dangerous procedure, so just know, know that your surgeon knows what he's doing. And it's your body, so definitely take care of that, you know? And guys, you guys don't have to rush into sex, you know? Doggy style can wait. I mean... We all love a good tease in life, too. So hold out. Make sure your results are settled and nice. And Use your toys in the meantime. You know, you'll survive. All right. Thank you so much, Sam. We love you. And um, thank you for joining us. No problem. Bye, guys. Bye. I love Sam. I really do love Sam. Like, she really doesn't hold back ever. Even with, like, She's so transparent. Life. Yeah, yeah, she's so transparent. That's why we used to love working with her. You know, beauty, she had the tea. I I'm think like, she made our job today a little bit easier because she gave us all the information. For sure. <laughs> like, anything we're like, oh, filler, um, we don't know what to put in next. That She's like, all right, I got you guys. Yeah, she literally had our backs. But, Anna, I wanted to talk about celebrity gossip. Ooh, Ooh, you know we live for it. So uh, tell me um, anything you want to know about what celebs have done, like either fat transfers, butt implants, silicone injections. Tell me what's on your mind. So one thing I know that celebs do, or at least used to do, and um, it's like a huge thing, was like butt implants. Before fat transfer was a thing, everybody was doing butt implants. And honestly, I just heard so many downside to it which is why most doctors don't do it anymore but yes. how do you feel about it neglect honestly after looking at black china's photos before <laughs> and after <laughs> I, I will never contemplate that i mean i do have a small booty i've lost some weight and i've been thinking about my options but probably not button plants like i wouldn't go that route because the long long term effects of butt implants are not worth it it's not something you sit on your butt all the time so obviously you're putting pressure on that implant and it can flip um there's many cases where the implant in the butt region does flip and that's scary see that's what scares me so for me like i got my breasts on and obviously there's implants there now I don't feel comfortable laying flat on my breast. So I like, still don't till this day. Yeah, side. like, and obviously my breast implant can't really flip, but like I still don't feel comfortable. So I can't imagine how anybody would do an actual implant in their butt and yeah. feel comfortable to lay on their butt. And let's be real. If you're a normal person, you sit on your butt 50% of the day. I sit on my ass probably 85% Wait, of the day. Wait, because I'm going to tell you right now, this girl, when she sits at her desk, she does not move. The I don't day, like to move. The world was crashing around me, and she would not even move to come help me. I'm like, okay, no problem. I got this. Like, everything's falling down around me. No problem. You will just sit on your ass. And you, you know what? I get a lot of work done on my ass, and my brain works better when I'm sitting. <laughs> so, I mean, I probably wouldn't be able to do anything to my butt because I sit on my ass all day long. Oh, for sure. For sure. But... I don't know. What is another thing that celebrities do? I think that definitely one thing that I've noticed is Dolores from Real Housewives of New Jersey. You know I am a New Jersey I, I know you're obsessed. Addict. You're going to have to give me some insight about that because I'm not too familiar. Too familiar. I, uh, me and Nicolette's mom are best friends because she loves the housewives. I love the housewives. I live for them. But basically this season she came out and she's got like her whole body done. Every... 
every season another person has something else that they did over their like little break before they start airing but she got her butt done she did like a full fat transfer and everything like that and I thought the funniest thing was there was this scene with her and not even her husband it was um what's his name it was her ex-husband I don't remember his name but basically um he was like she's showing him her scars and everything like that he's like Dolores they cut you. Like, first of all, you look like you were filleted like a fish. Well, I think that maybe, I'm not sure what her background of what she did, but a lot of times people will do a full butt lift, which is yes. a little bit different than a Brazilian butt lift. Which I think that lift. she did that. So a butt lift is when you lose um, an excessive amount of weight and you have droopiness to the butt region. Yes. So what they do is they make an incision on the back right above the butt crease so it's not as noticeable and they're able to remove the skin. Yeah. Um, so that's a little bit of a different approach, um, but maybe that's what she did. Well, listen, I'm not, I don't agree with her ex. Like, I looked at her You know, and no were, body shaming. If you're a man, you never make a comment about that. At the end of the day, I know a lot of men that get procedures done, so don't even come for the women that do, all right? Exactly. So don't. At the lie. end of the day, she's flexing on the gram looking good. And, and you're commenting just, and you're liking it. First of all, he's just mad that she's got a new man. Yes. And he wants to be with her because her scars were really not that crazy when I saw them on TV. And at the end of the day, I do think that she got a butt lift. I'm pretty sure that's what she said she got done. And at the end of the day, she looks really amazing. Like, she, for her age, I don't know how old she is. She's probably, like, in her... 50s, 60s? I, would, I wouldn't say full 60s. Definitely in her 50s or late, late, late 40s, like 49, 48. But um, she looks amazing. She looks like she's in her 30s, which I'm like, you know what? More power to you, girl. I'm going to get my butt done at that age and get a full butt lift, too. So enjoy, baby power girl. Power to you. You know what, Anna? Not all of us girls have the fat to transfer to our butt. For sure. And not all of us have the money to do the other types of enhancements that there are in the market. And this little snippet is for us girls. Booties matter. Love booties matter. Love booties matter. Love booties. Love booties. Love booties. Love booties. Love booties matter. Love booties matter. Love booties matter. Love booties all right, guys, so at this portion of the podcast, I want to introduce the fake it till you make it. Yes. And Anna, you can introduce our new guest. Okay, so this is Chantelle. I've known her for about probably like five to six years now. She is a personal training extraordinaire. Now mm -hmm. she works with us at Greenberg Cosmetic Surgery, but her specialty is really working out. She's gone through so many transformations, and I am just in shock from them, honestly. So, Shanti, why don't you tell us, if you don't have the money to transfer the fat, if you don't have the money to do the safe injections that are on the market, what could we do to enhance that butt? Well, there are a lot of things that you can do. Um, so, I like to incorporate a lot of glute-activating exercises, mm -hmm. um, a lot of squat walks, fire hydrants, donkey kicks. Mm -hmm. Listen, um, these are accessories, but if you incorporate them in all of your leg workouts, honey, you will see that pump. Now, question. How often do you do the booty a week? Like, how often do you work on your butt a week? Well, personally, I like to do three leg workouts a week. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it's definitely the accessories, but it's also the fundamental um, functional exercises, the squats, hip thrusts for sure, um, Bulgarian uh, split squats. There's a whole lot, um, but it's really all about consistency um, 
and diet, honestly. Oh, I can. Mm-hmm. So I what can do you imagine. recommend, like, to eat while you're looking to gain booty? Definitely a lot of carbs and a lot of protein. You've got to eat. Everybody has this misconception, you know, like, um, they think they don't have to eat if they want the flat, uh, the flat weight, the flat stomach, small waist, and the big booty. Mm-hmm. You have to eat, and you got to lose some to win some. You're going to... Yeah. You're going to gain some weight all around, but honey, you're going to look full everywhere. The booty's yes. going to grow. You're going to yeah. look good. Question. How long do you think that it really ta- Like, with you starting off, how long would it take in the gym just to build that booty? I would definitely say way more than two months. You definitely okay. have to be patient. Just a little backstory. I started getting into fitness because, you know, I grew up around Latinas. They're all voluptuous. They yeah. got fat butts yeah and it's really genetics i wasn't blessed and i you know personally i wanted a bbl yeah um surgery is a thing in my family and i was like i wish but you know like you mentioned i didn't have the funds for it so i was like i'm gonna work for it i've been working out for four years now still not where i want to be but that's the beauty of fitness you always set new goals for yourself you keep working um so definitely just be patient eat right yeah Go hard and stay consistent. So what is your favorite workout for the butt? Your favorite, your top, top one, you know? Yeah, so personally, I like weightlifting. Mm -hmm. You know, there's just something about lifting heavy weight in a gym when it's full of guys and, you know, you're that female. Yeah. You lifted more weight than the guys. That's the power. Yeah. I don't know. I just, you know, it feels really good. Yeah. So personally, I like lifting really heavy weights. Um. But my challenges, they were home-based because of the quarantine. Oh, for sure. So there's just so much you can do. There's really no excuses. Yeah. And do you feel like heavy weights is the only way to gain muscle? Or do you feel like those home workouts were just as good? They were just as good. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. You're definitely going to see more muscle mass lifting heavier weights. I mean, if you can get a whole squat rack with some, you know, (laughs) 45-pound weights at home, then even better. You're going to see even better results if your goal is to, you know, really grow your legs and grow your glutes. Yeah. But um, you can definitely see amazing results from working out at home. You just have to stay consistent. That's the key. So is there a way to just isolate the glutes without, like, getting your, um, what is this, your quads to be too big? Is there a way to do that? Yeah, so that's also genetics. Some people are quad dominant. Some people are more glute, hamstring dominant. Yeah. Um, there are different ways that you can set yourself up mm-hmm. as far as form when you do an exercise. Yeah. So for example, like the squat, you, if your, if your stance is closer, you would be working your quads more, but okay. if you open up your stance and you do a, like a sumo type mm-hmm. of squat, then you would be working your glutes more. It's all about building that tension, slow and controlled. Okay. Definitely when it comes to growing the boots. Even after you get the BBL, you have to maintain it. Oh, for sure. So yes. fitness is a big thing. And I just want to say, listen, you want to get your BBL, you want to work out at the gym, do what makes you happy. I mean, it's not only about just looking good, but feeling good. Exactly. And working out definitely and helps say your, that. Say your motto. Say your motto. Say your motto. motto. Yeah. Glow and grow, honey. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much, Shanti, for joining in and letting us know what the best treatments, I mean, sorry, not treatments, what the best workouts are of for that. Of course. Community. And we have to have her back on. Oh, of course. Yeah. Thank There's so much more we can talk about. Of course. <laughs> 
So, Anna, we touched base on a lot of topics today. And, like, I wish we could get into more, but we're going to have to save it for another episode, right? Honestly, the butt, there's so much that goes into the booty. So, we're going to save the rest for next time, guys. It was definitely an assful, like I said. Yes, and there's more else to come. Yeah, there's more. stay tuned, baby girl. Thank you so much for listening in on episode two. And um, we'll be sure to keep you updated with all the hot new treatments, right? And if you need any topics to be touched on, my name that you could find me at is at underscore Anna with one N. Deus is D is in dog, E is in Edward, D is in dog again, E is in Edward, U is in umbrella, S is in Sam. And my handle is at N-I-C-O dot B-O-N. O-O-O. So that's <laughs> Nico.Bono with, with three O's. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> anyway. And then also you could always write into our Instagram at butea.talk. All right, guys. So we will catch you on the fucking flip side. Bye, beauties. Bye, beauties.